Hello, I'm Greg Howard Jr. and this is Don't Make This Weird, the podcast. Each week I invite a special guest to talk about their life, news, politics, and anything else that may come up. Head over to the Patreon where you'll get the random questions game, a secret from my guest. You get some merch for being a loyal patron and you get this whole episode uncut and without this bit about joining the Patreon. So head over to patreon.com forward slash springbreak83 productions to join now. This week, I was fortunate enough to be able to sit down with three very incredible women. So strap in, folks. We've got a three-parter. First up is my conversation with Lindsay S. Yeah, there we go. All right. So this is the first part of a uh, three-part episode. It's the first three-part episode that I've ever done. Um, I think it's the first three-part episode anybody's ever done. So, so that's it. that's where we are. Um, so I am joined by the wonderful Lindsay. Hi, everyone! I'm so excited. Lindsay is one of my favorite people on TikTok. Oh my gosh. You are so sweet. Thank you so much. I look forward to uh, your TikToks daily. I mean, okay, I'm not going to lie. Multiple times a day. Should I be working sometimes? And I'm on TikTok. Yes, of course. But I mean, like, who, who amongst us? Right, right, <laughs> right. Who amongst us has not snuck off to a quiet corner of the workplace just to check the FYP? Exactly. You got to do it. <laughs> so tell everybody how you ended up on TikTok. Ooh, I think it was honestly like a lot of people. It was during the pandemic, right? What are you, what else are you going to do? <laughs> right. <laughs> when you're kind of looking for your, I feel like during the pandemic, especially in the beginning months, right? When everything was so, what is happening, right? Like, the streets are barren. It felt like, okay, you're just kind of starved for content, right? And my Instagram could only do so much. Some of my other like social medias, right? I, I'd gone through the sourdough baking phase. And so I thought, <laughs> all right, you know what? <laughs> I tried to learn how to sew. It was kind of a mess, but like, I was like, all right, I'm going to get onto TikTok. <laughs> I feel like with TikTok, as opposed to like other social media platforms, there's there's this instant gratification that yeah. like you put something out and almost immediately um like you, you even good or bad you're getting feedback on whatever you posted oh 100 percent. no you're always getting feedback and there's always something new like i always joke uh i think in my bio too it even says like i'm just here for the comments because like that's I, I, like, no absolutely absolutely <laughs> Like, so it's like so nice seeing things and then I'm like oh I really like this I'm going to interact with this or oh what is this like next next swipe so I think you know what it is probably I missed online dating so the swiping aspect is really satisfying I feel that I feel that like because you can you can swipe on TikTok for like six hours like you're just sitting in oh, bed yeah. watching tv and you get on TikTok and next thing you know the sun is coming up and you've just swiped your entire life away 
Oh, 100%. It's really, and I also, it's it's great and it's satisfying in that way, but it's also like, what what is this doing to me mentally? <laughs> right. Like time has, has vacuumed and I have responsibilities. Like I, I gotta go. <laughs> well, I think that's part of what helped like during the pandemic is that like it, you know, took up so much time for everybody. Absolutely. Yeah. And it was also a way to um, connect in a different way, right? Like unlike Twitter or unlike, you know, Tumblr or blogs or something like that, like you're seeing people's faces for the most part and you're interacting with them. Or even if you're not seeing their face, like I follow some creators who do like cartoons or they do drawings, right? I'm still interacting with a piece of them in a video format, which is just different than just text or reading something that somebody's wrote, right? It, it becomes this like kind of nameless, faceless entity that writes things versus TikTok that really is personable and interactive. Right. Um, because as opposed to, like you said, with Twitter, where like you can retweet or quote tweet something on TikTok, they give you the ability to like duet and stitch. So then you become a part of that moment. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Did you ever do any of the dances? Do you have a savage dance video floating around somewhere that I can go look up real quick? You absolutely cannot. So, uh, no, I did not, <laughs> I did not do it. You know, um, no, no, there's not a savage dance video anywhere uh, of me. I, um, I saw like, obviously like the whole like savage trend happened and things like that. I'm not a big dance trend person. It's not that I can't, um, it's just more like, I don't know. I just feel like other people are so much more creative in what they would do with the dances. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you do that. Like, enjoy your, enjoy your savage dance, enjoy your dances. I'm, I'm just going to like comment on things and <laughs> every once in a while I'll do a video about something random. It's kind of funny. I like, I've thought about like, what would I post, right? Like if I were going to do something, what would be my consistent post? Like, I don't know what I would do. Yeah, know. that was like, you know, I, when I, when I first got on TikTok, I did the whole lip syncing to sounds thing, you know, that everybody was doing. And then I took a break and I came back and I was kind of like, you know, nobody needs another white guy dancing on this app. So <laughs> let's find something else. How did you find your niche though? Cause I love, that's what I love about your page, right? It's funny right? You have, first of all, your music tastes impeccable. I mean, truly 10 out of 10, like somehow you Thank find you. your right song every single time. So I will never forget the first time I saw your page. I can't remember what video it was, but I know it was a Whitney Houston song. And I remember just rolling. Like I was like, yes, <laughs> this is the, the song with the headlines was just the perfect marriage. And I like snort laughed. It was amazing. And I was like, instant follow. Like instant, I did not wait for another video. It was just like instant follow. I love it so much. So like, how did you find your perfect niche? Um, I wanted it. I noticed that like a lot of the like news TikTok people were, they were doing just like the one big headline and you know they were they were talking about it and that was you know that was all well and good um 
but I kind of wanted my content to be like that intersection of MTV news and uh, the VH1 show pop-up video from the late nineties. Like I wanted it somewhere in there. And I, you know, after a while, I feel like I'm there now. Oh, for sure. No, I, you know, it's so funny. I've never thought about it like the pop-up video, but I loved pop-up video. I love pop-up video. And it really is. You're right with like the music and the headlines. It just all marries together so perfectly. And I feel like you've done, and I don't know if you are like in your comments, like deleting them, or if you just have like a really great group of people following you. But I also feel like you don't get a lot of like trolls. Like, I feel like, I don't know, somehow you found, maybe I don't see them, so you'll have to let me know. <laughs> but I just feel like you have, like, a really, I, like, look at the comments, obviously, because that's where I live. And I'm like, yeah, like, this is a good group of people. Like, I've got the good, I've got some good, like, ride or die people. Um, and, like, I will admit that, you know, occasionally I will post, like, just some inflammatory shit that I know is going to set <laughs> off, like, <laughs> right-wing TikTok. Um, you know, because I want that boost of engagement, um, you know, but they're, they'll come through and, you know, depending on what they say, sometimes I'll let the comments play out. Um, like there's a lot of people who, who like live in my comments and like the minute somebody steps out of line, they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. So sometimes I let that play out. Um, sometimes if I catch it in time, if it's like especially like nasty, I'll get rid of it. Yeah. Um, but you know, most of the time it's not, I, I don't catch the trolls so much now that like the election is over. Yeah. That's probably a good point. Cause maybe I'm thinking like more recently, not like election. Cause I feel like, I don't, I don't know if anybody else, maybe it's like a trauma response that I've sort of like, blocked out of my <laughs> mind. like it just got, so heinous for such like a while and like I'm not pretending like everything's great now because it's by no means but I mean it just absolutely abysmal like I, I think my trauma response is kind of like blacked out those like few months like it it feels like years have passed since oh, yeah. like we were in the heat of the election and in reality it's been like 10 months that's crazy. You're absolutely right. Like it, it really truly does feel like a different lifetime ago, but yeah, like to realize that it has not even been a full year and you're looking at the calendar, right? It, it is, it's weird, man. It's the duality of time, right? Where it feels like it was an eternity ago and yet so recent. Um, it, it's just crazy. Cause like all of social media during like, I guess from the democratic convention till January 20th, like all of social media was just an absolute war zone. Like, Oh yeah. Just, it was wall to wall election coverage and, you know, everybody had their opinions and like, I think not to make excuses for Trump supporters, but I feel like a lot of their response to everyone who was very pro Biden was because they knew that like, this was it. Like there was, there was no second term for Trump. Like, I mean, do you really feel that way though? Cause I really feel like some of them, like there's even still the Q 
cue people today that are still like, what, what's the new date? Like August 18th uh, or Yeah, I think it's, it's like the 14th. The 14th is the new date. Okay, 14th. Like, I feel like you're right, right? There's, I feel like there's different factions where there is a group that's just like, okay, right? Like, I, I feel like this is last so If I'm going to go, I'm going to go down swinging kind of a thing. But I think the part that scares me is this other group that truly in their heart of hearts, like honest to God, believe that it was stolen and legitimately believe like, oh, he's coming back. And I'm like, like, that's the group that actually scares me. Oh, or, yeah. Like, like, those are the people I worry about because it, I, and I feel like in maybe like 15 years, somebody will have done like a psychological study and found out that there was like this mass case of Stockholm syndrome where like they just oh, absolutely sure. could not come to grips with the reality that like this was this was a shit for years for oh, everybody, yeah. for everybody, unless like you were raking in six figures. Absolutely. And I think that's the thing that they're not like thinking about or realizing. And so it is just this really interesting, like, yeah, there, there's absolutely going to be a psychological evaluation where they're like, oh, <laughs> they're diagnosing everyone in their different groups. Right. Like, uh, I don't know what, uh, I mean, I, I know I'll be on the group of sanity, but I also just feel like there's going to be, I don't know, like, I feel like we'll all be categorized and we'll be. Oh, absolutely. Up, like, right. 10 years Every, from now. Everybody like, will have some like be assigned some level of traumatic experience from the four years of the former guy. Oh, 100%. Like that plus pandemic. I'm like, oh yeah, we're, we're all like, everybody needs to be in therapy right now. Like, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So going back to TikTok, um, mm-hmm. I have a letter from a listener. Uh, it is, comes from Mary in Georgia. Um, she says that, uh, she's new to TikTok and she doesn't know which accounts are worth following, uh, who are the most overrated and underrated users on TikTok. Ooh, overrated and underrated. First of all, I, I refuse to believe that the Demelios or whatever they're called exist. I've truly never seen these people in my FYP in my entire life. Like I've just never seen it. Uh, so I guess that would be the most overrated and like that one girl who does the faces Bella something who does the faces she like like Bella porch oh okay yeah 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 yeah. they don't exist like I'm telling you (laughs) no like I feel like I I don't (laughs) because like you said like I've never seen either of the D'Amelio sisters on my FYP um, I only know about Bella Porch because she pops up in like a BuzzFeed article every couple of weeks. Yeah, I knew her from BuzzFeed. Same. I've never seen her on my FYP in my entire life. Or um, who, who's the other one? Uh, the girl, the girl that got dragged when she went on uh, Jimmy Fallon. Um, wasn't that a, that was a D'Amelio, right? Wasn't that the that little is, uh, Madison something. Oh, Madison. Yeah. Yeah, Madison, some beer? No, that's not right. No, 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 no. Madison, she's the singer. Anyway, it's like any of those like hype house people. I I think I think they're AIs. Like there's there's no way those are real people. (laughs) They're not real people. So those would be the most overrated. Like they get articles. I've literally never seen them across my FYP in my entire life. Like I don't I don't know. I've never even seen them comment on any 
even super viral videos that I see other people do, like, don't, don't do it. Like, I don't, I don't know who they are. Don't seek them out. Don't mess up your algorithm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, don't, don't do it. Yeah. Um, let me think. Well, it depends. I have so many creators that I love. Um, it depends on what you're into. I think there's some really great like niches, right? Like if you're going to follow news talk, obviously team petty headlines, hundred yeah, percent Thank you. under the desk news. V is just an, a treasure. Yeah, absolutely. Hilarious. I love it. I love V so much. Um, obviously double D Mava is just amazing in every single way. So you have to follow the real double D Mava. Um, who else is great for news talk? Oh, good morning. Bad news is very informative. Uh, so like that's like news talk, but there's also like, if you like cosplay, there's Rosie queen of cups who does some really cool stuff. There is, um, trying to think of my other ones. Oh, chef John Kung. Like you'll, you'll just cook things that you've never thought about cooking before. See, I've never ended up on cooking TikTok. I'm on cook talk and I love it. There's one woman, Poppy cooks who just did potatoes for like four months. It was amazing. (laughs) I think that the only, the only like uh, cook talk videos I've, I've like gotten on my FYP. And that's because I followed her. Uh, was the British lady who was doing cooking videos, but like the background of it was like she was describing this like heinous breakup she went through and how like <laughs> her boyfriend disappeared and like she thinks he killed his dad or something. Like it's just the most absolute wild shit. Um, if I can if I can find her profile, yeah, you have I'll to send, send that to you. Yeah. Yes. I need that in my life. Like I absolutely need that in my it's life. It's like a, a true crime po- podcast meets um, Martha Stewart living. It's the wildest I love shit. It. I absolutely love it. Very excited <laughs> about that. Um, who else? Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, there's just so many different like niches of TikTok. Oh, uh, the musical dealer. I'm a big fat musical theater nerd. So uh, if you like musical theater, you have to follow the musical dealer. I find out about musicals I've never even heard of in my life. And then I'm also that weirdo. Like there was one musical that uh, he talked about. I think his name's Caden. Caden talked about, I sure did go buy the script from Australia, pay $20 for shipping and then read it during one rosé infused night. I did. I did. No shame in my game. It was amazing. <laughs> I mean, you know what? Like, you know, some people are buying like cellulite leggings. Other people are buying musical scripts from Australia and, you know. We all have our vice. We all That's have right. our vice. <laughs> That's right. Oh, this user's never going to write in again. I'm really sorry, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not even, I wonder if Mary follows me at all. Mary, if you don't, you should absolutely follow. That was my first one. So definitely give at Team Petty Headlines to follow Mary if you are not already. He did not pay me to say this. <laughs> At least the check hasn't cleared yet. <laughs> so I want to talk about Simone Biles, the greatest gymnast of all time. Absolutely. She's amazing in every single way. And the fact that she got so much hate for taking care of herself, her mental health and her body. Like, are you kidding me right now? So what would people have rather if she was not in the mental health space to do her tricks. 
she could have fallen, significantly injured herself for the rest of her life. And you're what? Giving her hate about taking care of herself? She's amazing. She's funny, kind, does charity work. She's literally the goat. And uh, I think she's a national treasure and people need to shush. You don't have anything delightful to say about Simone Biles. Like just, just be, be gone with your life. I can't even like handle any of the hate that she's getting. I can't. And she won a bronze medal last night on the balance beam. She, she came back for, for one event. Um, And now she is tied as the most decorated Olympic gymnast of all time. So that's (gasps) amazing. Yeah. That is so cool. I'm so excited for her. But I, I feel like it's, it's a thing when, because we've seen it very recently uh, with Simone Biles and Naomi Osaka, the Williams sisters, Meghan Markle, um, anytime a black woman in the public eye steps back and says, you know what, I'm going to take care of myself for a little while. Everybody has an opinion on it. Mm-hmm. And it's Absolutely. like, you know, these are, these are the same people who are like standing white celebrities who check into rehab for exhaustion. <laughs> exactly. You know, I just, I, no. I don't, I don't like it. It irks me to my core that there is this double standard for black women, famous black women than there are mm-hmm. famous white women. Oh, a hundred percent. But I think I, I yes. And uh, I will say there's that double standard and the celebrity status and, and truly, I think in life as well, right? Like, especially as a celebrity, you have so much immense pressure. You have so many eyes on you, right? It's not just about, obviously I'm passionate in whatever my, my craft is, but I could lose sponsorship deals, right? I have to um, go to a code of ethics with my sponsorship and all these contracts and all these other deals. Oh, and by the way, I'm a role model, right? Because I feel like with um, other communities, certainly within the Black community, right? We don't have, you know, a, a plethora of role models in these different spaces, right? If you think about, oh my goodness, name a famous female ballet dancer, Missy Folklore, right? We can all say it at right at the top, tip of our tongues versus, hey, name a super famous white ballet dancer. We're like, oh, well, I guess there's been, t- okay, hold on, let me think, right? Because there's so many that, they get to sort of be individualized. They get to say, hey, I'm doing this in my own right. Whereas a lot of Black female athletes really become the standard, right? You have Venus and Serena Williams, boom. You have Simone Biles, boom, right? And so they kind of bear the weight of the entire community on top of having to do their jobs. So yeah, give them a break. For heaven's sakes, right? They have to work insanely hard. And I think that anybody within the community, um, you know, I heard this growing up, you got to work twice as hard to go half as far. So you have all of this pressure for them to take a moment and prioritize themselves is not an unreasonable ask to say, hey, I can, I got to put on my own oxygen mask before I can kind of take care of everybody else. Well, and I, 
you know, like you said, that there's not, um, you don't have a plethora of role models in the Black community in certain spaces. I think it's really important for this generation of Black children to see the people that they idolize saying, no, this, mm -hmm. I'm doing this for me, to realize that, you know, that's okay. And it, it furthers the talk about, you know, prioritizing your mental health, you know, not just for the Black community, but for everybody that, you know, Absolutely. it's okay to say, you know what, my mental health is suffering. I have to take a step back. Absolutely. And I feel like that's something that, you know, we really need to keep pushing, like you said, for the generations that come behind us and really for ourselves, right? I've had conversations with my parents that are like, oh, you just got to work harder. I'm like, how many of your friends have had heart attacks? Like, come on now. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, like, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have to take care of ourselves. Um, and, you know, that comes through a lot of different ways, but killing yourself for a job is, is not it. That's not where it's at. <laughs> so now on the flip side, we've talked about black excellence. Um, Today, it has come out that uh, the New York Attorney General's office has found that Andrew Cuomo did, in fact, sexually harass all those women, breaking New York state and federal law. Do you feel like he should resign? 100%. 100% he should resign. First of all, that's absolutely disgusting. I, I mean, it's unconscionable. He should resign and he should be charged. I mean, there's truly no other side of this. And I feel like so often we've become such a, a polarized, you know, political spectrum where people are like, oh, well, I'm going to make excuses because he's on my side of the party lines. Like th there are certain acts that are just truly unconscionable. And I don't care who you are, what side of the political spectrum you're on, you know, religion, et cetera. Like those acts, him sexually harassing all of those women, it's unacceptable. He needs to resign. And he needs to be charged. Point blank, period. I don't care who he is. Well, and I think when you get to a point where you start making excuses for people on our side versus people on the other side of the aisle, you become no better than those people yep. on the other side of the aisle who are making excuses. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that we have to hold anybody on the left side of the political spectrum. We have to hold ourselves accountable and our, our people accountable and to really say, Hey, you know, that's, that's unacceptable. That's not okay. And, you know, was I ever an Andrew Cuomo fan? No, I'm a, I'm certainly more left of his <laughs> beliefs. And so, you know, I always had some criticisms um, for him, but at the end of the day, you know, you, we have to hold ourselves to that standard um, and he should absolutely resign and New York deserves better. So I hope they get better. Are you one of the people who thinks that Attorney General James should run? Ooh, yes, I mean, <laughs> I, <laughs> yes, but honestly, like, is this the right time for her right now? You know what I mean? Like, there's been so many other amazing things amazing things that have come out of her office. I mean, are you kidding me? Right. Like she's on fire right now. So would I love for her to run 100%, but do I think that she's doing amazing work in her current role and maybe runs later? Like, I don't know, maybe, but 
gosh, Lee, how amazing would that be? That yeah, I would like in in my head, like my my dream path for AG James is governor, senator, president. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. That's that's where we are. If only, like I cannot. Oh, how my little heart would be so happy if we just had if that <laughs> were to be the path. If we had her, I don't even know what I would do. Like, yo, if she became our president, you couldn't tell me anything. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I would be walking around and like, like Cori Bush, like my congresswoman, Cori Bush, love Cori. Like, if she was VP, oh, it would be over. It would be over. You couldn't tell me anything. I would. <laughs> I'd be like, what? I'm sorry, who? say what nope don't talk to me like it would be no every all all would be right in the world (laughs) all right so we've come to the part in the show that uh we do that i do with all of my guests um i have 15 just absolutely random ass questions that um some were sent to me via social media some of them i found um so you game yeah, let's do it. All right. So you're on your computer and you just opened your web browser. What's the first okay. site that you go to? Uh, HBO or Hulu. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think that's the first one that that we've gotten. Usually, like, everybody said, like, Google or, like, Facebook. No, no. Usually I'm... Uh, yeah, it, usually I'm like in the kitchen cooking or something like that. So yeah, I'm like usually watching TV on it. Sweet tea or lemonade? Lemonade. Sorry. Really? My I'm so really? sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so, so sorry to all of my family who's going to hear this and judge me. <laughs> who, who makes, who makes the best lemonade? Ooh, um, who makes the best lemonade? My aunt Bobby made the best lemonade. I think she did. Uh, yeah, that was really good. But I would say if now me, it would be All right. me. Okay. <laughs> I'll take that. Also, I spike mine. Maybe that's why I like it so much. <laughs> it's fresh. I have a lemon tree. So, you know, I try to like pop some fresh lemons in and also I spike it. What do you spike it with? <laughs> um, a little tequila. Oh, okay. All right. No, add a little flavor. A little some some. Who was your favorite Spice Girl? Oh man, uh, Scary Spice was uh my my favorite, of course. Um, but also, uh, Sporty Spice. Like I don't know, like you just like. I would say, yeah, so scary in that order. Scary and then sporty. Okay. Uh, What is the most random, terrible thing that you've watched all the way through on Netflix? Random, terrible. That I've watched all the way through. Oh, this is a hard one. Um, Trying to think. What did I just... Oh, um... G- Georgia Jeannie and Georgia what is the name of that oh that yeah I did it oh I is did it, bad? it I didn't a- watch it 
It was okay. It was cute. It was like, it was cute, but it was just very like rom com I guess, oh, for lack of a better, okay. like, you know, and it was just, it, I did it. I did it. You know how sometimes you just watch something and you start it and you just feel like it's like escalation of commitment. Like, like I, I got to do it now. This might as well happen. Yeah. So I think that was, yeah. Ginny and Georgia. Yeah. Pancakes or waffles? Waffles, 100%. Give me those little syrup pockets. <laughs> <laughs> Renaissance fair or sci-fi convention? Ren fair, for sure. Okay. Like, like, give me my little corn on a stick. And yeah, I just feel, I also feel like you meet just such interesting people. I do, uh, I do like aerial acrobatics and stuff like that. So I also feel like I like know people. So I'm like, oh, hey, what's up? All right. Are you a fan of a corset? Uh, I actually had to wear one before. So yeah, it's, uh, it's, yeah, I like a corset. If that's what you're into, it's a lot of work, but yeah, corsets are fun. Do you have an unusual celebrity crush? Like somebody, if you bring it up, people are like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Kind of. And it's Jeff Goldblum. And <laughs> I don't know that that's unusual though. Like everybody has a crush on Jeff Goldblum. It's just like, I don't know. It's just like, there's just something about him. I just feel like I'd be like, oh, um, let me see. Okay, let me think about aside from Jeff Goldblum, who is my weird celebrity crush? Oh, um, I don't even what is his name? Okay, from the practice, and he was the like healer. What is his name? It's like this random. Oh, wait, here's another one. Here's my other random one. I have recurring dreams about him. This is probably a better one. I have recurring dreams. This is so embarrassing. All of my friends are going to like kill me. So did you ever watch um, Burn Notice on USA? Yeah. The main guy, Jeffrey Donovan, who was like Michael Wesley, like in the okay. show. I have recurring dreams about him. But here's the thing about my recurring dreams. It's not like, ooh, it's sexy. It's that we're in a relationship and we're like always fighting. I'm like, <laughs> Jeffrey, you need to get another job. Like legitimately, like, I'm like, Jeffrey, you need to get another job and get another show. And he's like, I'm trying, I'm auditioning. And I was like, you got to go audition harder. Like in my dream, we're just fighting and it's not. So I guess he's in my dream. We're like married. So I guess he's my celebrity crush, but like, I don't think our, our relationship is going well. <laughs> that's a, that's a very domestic. <laughs> and it's so weird because most of my dreams are are not like as grounded in reality but like yeah like for, that is the one dream and I have it like once a month and I'm like Jeffrey <laughs> <laughs> all right bra always on or only when you have to only when I have to that seems to be the the common the common thing oh 100 it's like at the <laughs> end of the night you're like release the kraken it's just it's amazing <laughs> sweater or hoodie Ooh, sweater. I think I'm like a sweater. Yeah, that's like my one um like Christian girl autumn vice, I guess. It's just like a big, <laughs> a big sweater. Pumpkin spice sweater. Pumpkin spice sweater. <laughs> if you could watch any movie in a theater by yourself, what would you watch? 
um, what would I watch by myself? Okay, you know what? Any movie, I could watch it anytime. The House Bunny, and I know it's ridiculous, the Anna Ferris. Like, I just, I love that movie. I'm in my own little world. The House Bunny, that's the movie. All right. Do you wash your legs in the shower? Absolutely. Who does? <laughs> okay, well, I know that's the exact thing. I, I've never in my life heard of that. I have never in my life. Yes. Oh, my I do God. Too. Yeah. That was the most horrifying thing that I learned. Honestly, <laughs> that was the most upsetting TikTok thing that I learned is that people don't like wash their legs or their feet. I'm like, yeah. mm? like, like, how do you, how do you feel clean? If like, you nasty. Yeah. Nasty. Pool or ocean? Pool. I love the ocean for like the aesthetics, but if I'm going to like swim and be underwater and just like living my best life, like I like not having to worry about getting eaten i feel that i feel no i'm i'm definitely like i'm a pool person i like the idea like it's a controlled environment like there's chemicals in the water so i know it's clean like yeah yeah if i like the aesthetics of an ocean oh yeah you know pictures sitting on the balcony watching the sunrise sunset that whole thing yeah absolutely. absolutely but not not for just hanging out like I'm definitely, I'm not built for California because they'd like want to hang out on the beach and that's, I'm just, that's no. not about that. Nope, not my thing at all. If they were making a biopic about your life, who would play you? Ooh, this is such a good one. Um, hold on, I gotta, um, let me think. Let me think, let me think, let me think. Oh, uh, from um, How to Get Away with Murder, uh, Aja uh, Naomi King. Oh, okay. All right. Yep. Yep. It would be Aja Naomi King, 100%. Yes. Uh, I would be honored, if only. I could see that. I could, I could definitely see that. You know who I feel like would play like an older you? Who? Audra McDonald. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. Yep. I'd die. That's- Nude beach or not a chance? Not a freaking chance. No. Really? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. I don't want sand in my nether regions. I don't know. Okay. No, that's not like, it just feels messy and gritty. No, thank you. It I is. don't like it. It is. I You're absolutely right. <laughs> you said it is. <laughs> oh, man. And finally, what is the best piece of advice that you've ever been given? Um, it's better to regret something that you did do instead of something you didn't do. That's damn. That is good advice. Right. It's good. So I always think about like, will I, will I regret doing this or will I regret not doing this? And, and nine times out of 10, it's, I will regret not. So just take a chance, do it. Try, try everything once. Well, I have had an amazing time with you um thank you so much for being here today um you're so welcome thank you for having me if you would ever like to come back the door is always open for you um oh i love it i will definitely take you up on that excellent uh but i will talk to you soon and thank you again thank you it was a pleasure have a great one you too
If you enjoyed part one, stick around for parts two and parts three. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, leave us a review. If you didn't enjoy this episode, why the fuck are you even still here? If you'd like to get in touch with the show, you can email us at don'tmakethisweirdpod at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at sb83productions, on Instagram at springbreak83productions. Don't Make This Weird is a Spring Break 83 production.